Hey, hey, hey. Thank you for tuning in to yet another week of This Can't Be Life podcast. I am your host, Kay the Rebel. You can find me on Instagram. The podcast page is TCBL Podcast, and my personal page is at Kay the Rebel. For any inquiries, comments, um, want to do a collaboration, um, and be a guest on the show, my email address is this can't single letter B L Y F E at gmail.com. Currently, you can listen to the podcast. I mean, I would say on Wednesdays as it's advertised on social media, but the way the lies have been set up um, recently, um, I've kind of just been releasing either on a Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. Haven't been consistent. I'm sorry. But you can listen on all of the above platforms, which would be Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, Anchor, and most recently, Amazon Podcasts. Um, by now, I mean, it's like I'm, I'm actually recording on schedule. But by now, um, you guys would have listened to episode 88, which marriage, here's the tea. I can honestly say that over the past couple of months, like it'll take me like at least two weeks to get like a certain amount of listens. But y'all came out like the woods for you girl this week and like was really listening. But I feel like some of y'all was just trying to be nosy because it said that my husband was featured on the episode. I mean, I'm not trying to call nobody out. I'm just saying. But um, I hope that you did take something away from it. It wasn't just about um, marriage uh and like do's and don'ts it was just more about the reality of it that you know so many people have all these different perceptions of what it's supposed to be like and i think the main message that we wanted to give to the listeners was that you have to define your own union and your own marriage and that there is no one size fits all approach and um it's nothing you can ever prepare yourself for you just gotta um as Tammy Roman says, get into it. And then everything else will just come along along the way. Uh, this week, I have a guest. And I haven't had a guest in a long time. Having my spouse as my guest don't really count because he's been on before. But this is a brand, 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 brand new guest. Um, I felt honored to ask her to be um, on the, well, obliged to ask her to be on the podcast only because... Um, I connected with her um, through our employer and just getting to know her, like just her energy, the stuff that she talks about, I thought that it would make for great content um, on this episode. We're going to get into um, talking about spirituality, um, healing, uh, energy, um, plants, crystals, all of that. Without further ado, I will have my guest introduce herself. Hi guys, my name is Natasha. Um, very basic, very simple. I am of Afro-Latino descent, meaning that my family um, comes from Central America. Um, they are from Panama, so we have a mix of everything in us. So um, I guess you can say majority of what I um, utilize every day in regards to spiritual work and healing has come from ancestors and doing the work. Um, I'm a Virgo. Some of you might like us. Some of you might not. But hey, we always keep it real. Um, I am a single mom, but I love it dearly. Boy mom all the way. And um, I am a New Yorker, Brooklyn girl all the way. And um, 
<laughs> so, you know, it's either Brooklyn, we go hard or we don't. So that's me in a nutshell, but you'll get to learn more about me as this uh, episode continues. One of the things that um, I would say that I uh, took an interest or found intriguing about you as like a lot of females, whether they're females that have been in my life for a very long time or even new people I meet that they don't kind of have the interest that you have. And I think there are two things in particular that you told me you were into. I was just like, wow, I want to learn more about that. And that would be with the crystals and the, and the plants and just tell me like, how did you kind of get into that? I guess maybe we could talk about the crystals first. Okay. Well, I would say that what I do, what I practice, what I live by is spiritual self-care. So that's really learning who you are as a person and figuring out what tools to pull to utilize for yourself to go along with your healing, to go along with your journey, your manifestation, to really find out who you are in your healing. Um, I personally am big on rose quartz I'm big on neutral crystals that can generate and that can give life to any other crystal. Um, so I, I do enjoy, like I said, rose quartz. I do enjoy psyllionite. Um, I would say lapis lazul, which is for truth, because you know what? You gotta, okay. speak your, you gotta speak your truth. Okay. You gotta speak your truth. Um, I would say amber. It is for joy, comfort, and well-being. Um, let's see, what else? Um, Let's see. Um, are there like crystals for like specific things that you want to like maybe um, manifest like within while you're doing your whole spiritual like self-care? Like for instance, if I wanted to manifest prosperity and wealth, what would be like a crystal that would be like aligned with that? Okay, okay. Well, in all honesty, that would be citron. Oh, that's okay. for abundance reward and optimism oh oh okay right what color is that crystal that, it's yellow oh okay yellow. Oh, like yellow canary diamonds exactly <laughs> but okay. also people don't understand that some of your household items bring these things in as well hmm. so for instance cinnamon okay you can boil cinnamon sticks in your home and it will bring in such an influx of money. Cinnamon? Cinnamon. I like cinnamon. Cinnamon. People don't realize that mm. some of these daily household things Never are that. cinnamon. Cinnamon is one of those things that you can actually boil. You can put it in your tea, whatever it is. Or sometimes you can just honestly boil a pot of water on the stove with cinnamon. You can add some chamomile, which is good for attracting money as well. Oh, okay. Right? Okay. And you can just let it boil on low. Put a little orange in it, you know, or orange peel for smell or something. But these are things that you can honestly household items. You don't have to go digging in anybody's yard or anything. Um, you can also have dried roses. You get a dozen of roses. Somebody gives it to you. Those leaves that fall off, put them in a Ziploc bag. Put them in a Ziploc bag. Okay. And roses are made for love, abundance, joy, whatever it is. Roses have such a good feel to them. They let even if they're they're dying. Yeah. They so they still have meaning even if yes. they're dying. So once they have dried out, they're still good. You learn something new every I'm day. I'm telling you, put in a ziplock. Because people there. get all superstitious, like, oh yeah, if you got the and I'm dead roses, mm -mm, you need to get them out of here. See, okay. 
You know, yeah. you're giving me like Pinterest vibes as I listen to you, <laughs> and and human form. You you make me feel like I'm scrolling down Pinterest. Listen. Like, yeah, <laughs> putting this putting this in the search bar. Like, okay, yeah, let me you, pin this real quick. <laughs> you definitely can. And listen, roses they don't necessarily die; they just sleep for a moment. So okay. therefore, when you boil them back, they come back to life. I didn't know so that. So they, they have so many uses. They have so many uses, and I don't. So know. will they produce like that rose smell it'll in your produce, house? Yes, it'll produce. Yes, but mm. don't boil it too fast. Let it like a slow boil. I was just getting ready to say, don't be burning up. You, I know. I was about to say, yeah. Uh, no quick results over there. Right. <laughs> yeah, make sure you get that uh, fire on low, low. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. Indeed. But also, I do enjoy Florida water. People see it in the grocery store. And, okay. that, and that, you know, that, that plastic bottle with, like, the writing on it. You know, you can get that at your local bodega, whatever it is. Okay. You know, that's good for clearing your space. I know from time to time, I put it in my hand, and I clap three times just to release any oh. negative energy or dealing with so many people, different vibrations. It just clears it. Hmm. I also um, have a tendency on whenever I change my sheets, I would spray Florida water around, or if I'm mopping the floor, I would just bring in great energy. Got you. Yeah. Do you ever feel like, I know because you talk a lot about like the energy that you keep in your home, mm-hmm. and of course this episode is being... Um, recorded in Sukasa. And I was thinking, didn't I just say that to you literally like 25 minutes ago, like you have good energy in here. And now I'm getting like all the tips because sometimes like, of course, I'm always very transparent on this podcast. Sometimes I do feel like there could be like an energy that like could put me in a sunken place in my home. And sometimes I'm not sure of how I can get rid of it. And I instantly... I don't want to be like that kind of cliche person. Like everybody's on this sage stuff. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I'd be like, I want to have something else other than sage. I'm like terrified or traumatized by sage because when I was pregnant, um, with my son and for a brief period of time I was living with my with my grandmother when me and my husband at first got to Arizona and we were just trying to get settled before we got on place and she used to do the sage it just it, it killed me it would make me so sick like I would want to vomit so I've been scared to like like don't give me no sage can I have something else so now after hearing you say that I'm like okay let me go buy myself some roses and then when they get ready to die I can bring them back to life Maybe that could be like metaphorically something that's happening for for me. Like mm-hmm. I could be like the the dead rose, and then I need like a, a revival. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. And you okay. know what? A lot of people don't understand that with sage, mm-hmm. you're cleansing out every energy. So whether it be good oh. energy or bad energy. Gotcha. So a lot of people don't understand. There's a difference. I between, did, and I was ignorant. No, Thank you. There's a difference between sage, and there's a difference between Palo Santo. Okay. Palo Santo is going to bring in all of this great energy. You want to keep that in your home, right? But sage is it's getting rid of everything. So what do you have left? So you're oh. leaving yourself and you're leaving your home vulnerable. Gotcha. So therefore, by not, by not only doing sage, do a little mixture of Palo Santo, or you can just do the Palo Santo. But never leave yourself or your home wide open for anything that isn't supposed to be there to mm. make itself comfortable. Ooh, a word. Okay. <laughs> Might have to run that back. Okay. Um, now the plants. Um, it's funny because I've heard you talk about how you talk to your plants 
And I know some people will be like, okay, that's just, that's just, that, that, that's something else. But you know what's funny is my grandmother has been doing that for years, okay? She gets really, she gives them some type of homemade food where she takes like eggshells. Eggshells, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not there yet. Yeah, she does that, girl. That stuff be stinking. Yeah, keeping it up. I'm like, nana. Yeah, if I come to her house and she's like giving them the food, the plant, she don't play. She be talking to them, naming them. Oh, you're doing so well, and look at you. Are you sad today? And I'm like, okay, this is getting a little weird, but you know, um, what's that plant right there? Don't make me lie to you. <laughs> you don't know? <laughs> I just bought it. You just oh, so this is a new one. This is yes, this is me. It's a new member of the family. family. Okay, I am venturing into another side of myself okay. which is plants okay and i just thought that she was beautiful um i saw her at lowe's i think i have the name over here so it's called cordyline it's great for indoors it's great for outdoors has like a burgundy reddish color to it i think it was the color that attracted me to her and then the uh, second plan was a birthday gift. So I'm not like a green thumb lady as of yet. <laughs> so I wanted to try, so therefore I bought a plant. Well, those are good selections that you have thus far. They like, they coordinate with each other. I think they like, they, they complement one another. Yeah, big sister, little sister. Yeah, right. They do give you big sister, <laughs> little sister vibes. Now, plants can be really expensive. I didn't know that until like... Um, there's a neighbor that's always being nice um, that lives in my building and um, she doesn't have any kids and she just seems to be really drawn to my son. She's always buying him like toys and stuff like that. So I'm like, you know what? I asked her like, what was she into? She's like, oh, you know, I drink wine. What kind of wine you like? But I was like, no. Sometimes I like to give people gifts that bring the best out in them. And then I noticed on her patio and our buildings that she had different plants. So I was like, okay, let me go buy her plants. And when I was researching it, it was getting overwhelming. I was like, ooh, I like this plant. I was looking at my online. Then I saw the price. I was like, I ain't spending no $40 on a plant. I mean, I'm grateful for her. <laughs> but fuck that. Absolutely not. Like, oh, no. But, um. I ended up finding her a nice one, I think. It was actually a Walmart. And I think I paid, like, about $15 for it. But she loved it. I mean, and just seeing, like, the life of it and what it's come to since I bought it. She's, like, sad because then she was explaining to me about, like, the seasons. And how all oh, this kind of plant, it is so beautiful. But I'm so sad because she's, like, as the seasons change, she's going to die. And I'm, like, oh, <laughs> it's hilarious. And then I didn't know it made, like, a... Uh, like a difference and it's funny because I bought my grandmother the same plant mm -hmm. and my grandmother also has a balcony for her apartment but I guess because her balcony is not in the front of the building and it's in more in the back mm -hmm. she wasn't getting as much light so her the same plant didn't flourish mm -hmm. so it's just amazing to me how yeah I saw my neighbors grow but then my grandmother's is just like just there I don't I don't really know what's happening well I would say the best thing is to get plant cuttings okay from your other plant buddies the plants oh. they give off extras so you can when you're ready to cut it you give it to somebody hmm. and they nurture it and they repot it and they put it in the water and then it grows my mother has this plant I would say for maybe like maybe like 15 years now what I kid you not and A that 15 year that plant, plant has wow. made so many babies 
that plant has so plants are making babies out here making babies i kid you not i went to uh see my brother and he had about five or six of them in different pots and i'm like is this the same plant wow so what does your does your mom like speak stuff into this plant speak life into okay so that was going to be my next question a segue to my next question is yeah like how did you get into that is that something that you picked up from your mom yeah yeah. i mean just if you speak life into your children your plants need to be taken care of as well so therefore you you know you treat them well and they treat you well do they like be attracting bugs? You know I'm scared. No. I mean, but I've been thinking that the plant vibe is mad classy, though. It does. It does. Like, even when I go to my grandma's house, I'm like, this is kind of classy. Maybe I should get into it. But then, you know, my mom is the first one that'll, like, be the negative Nancy and be like, well, you know you don't like bugs. That the plants are going to attract bugs. And I said, oh, okay, then it's a no for me, dog. You know, I'm scared of everything. No, not every plant attracts bugs. But okay. I mean... They do its job. You they get one here and there? No, I haven't seen any thus far. Okay, good, good, good. No, they're, they're okay. They're Cause yeah, the out. bugs, I can't. I, uh-uh. I won't. Um, what is what is your favorite plant? Aloe vera. Aloe vera, right? I think you shared that at an icebreak as an icebreaker before. Yes. yes. Aloe vera is a is a favorite plant of mine. Has a lot of healing properties. It's good for sunburn. It's good for acne. It's good for your hair. It's good to drink. It's good to eat. Um, and it's low maintenance. Um, I think that day when we did the icebreak, I was like, you know, I'm not really into plants or like I don't like a certain particular flower, but I did have a liking for like black roses. What do you know about that? Why do people think like negative things when it comes to black roses? Because they automatically associate black, black with being, with you know, negative and, and, and being hateful, you know. This is so true. I know. I um, There was an interview with, like, Muhammad Ali, and he made a great point about that. He was like, why do you think when people are saying that, you know, somebody's doing something wrong towards somebody, you got to blackmail them or somebody's the black sheep of the family. Yes, yeah, yeah. I yes. was like, okay. I was like, talk yes. that shit. Okay, rest in peace. Yes, yes absolutely. Definitely. No, I, I would say I, they're beautiful. They I prefer black roses if over red roses. I just don't, I don't care for red roses. Where can you buy them? I've never seen them in the Honestly store. Honestly speaking, yeah. I, where I'm can not... you? Yeah, like it's like this, and yeah, I've always wanted to know where do you find them? And some flower shop that's way above our pay grade. Oh, yeah. So I might want to rethink. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you yeah. know what? That's I'm gonna write that down. I need to Google how much they cost. <laughs> Maybe I'll just I can I can order some just myself. Just one, just one, just one rose, just one, one, black rose. <laughs> just one black rose. Just one black rose. Okay, one black rose. Um, I think um, also another thing that um made me feel like I wanted to have you on come on the pod was because um you posted something on your story and I just was like, oh my gosh, and then it. What I love about people like posting their memories and it's so dope when you were like speaking something last year that still could apply this year. And even though it may not apply to you, but that somebody somewhere needed to feel that, needed to see that, needed to read that. So, of course, I'm going to share, you know, with the listeners what it is that you posted on your story. And it said, um, healing is not about wearing crystals and wishing everyone love, peace, and light. Roll eye emoji. (laughs) Healing is about looking at yourself 
in the mirror and stripping down to your bare essentials and building yourself back up. If you are going to talk the talk and post the post, then you need to do the work. I speak from experience, so yes, I am allowed to speak on certain things. You need to save those good vibes for yourself when you feel like giving up and breaking down. Send yourself love and light when it's time to check your ego at the door. Take ownership of your shit so you can be the shit. All right. Now. Okay. I, I have to like give. <laughs> I mean, I haven't got advanced. It's like more like cool podcast people that have actually like a button that can have like the audience do that. Yeah, I, I haven't gotten there yet. You know, I'm working on me. Um, as I always say, I'm just not, I'm not technology savvy, but I would like to have the sound effects one okay. day. Like incorporate it. Yeah, I, I know I got to. I have to. I always think about that whenever I'm going to be approaching like a new year of podcasts. I'm like, okay, what can I do differently? How can I step it up? But yes, there were like, I, I, of course I was, I told you I was a bad girl. I prepared like last minute, but there were so many like gems, like in that one, um, post. And I think the first one, you like come off strong about the healing is not about wearing crystals and wishing everyone peace and light. And even though I know we talked about this briefly off air, but I told you that I perceived your statement as being that there are these people that come in the room and they may have the smile on their face. Oh, she's always so nice to everyone. Oh, she's always so kind. But just because that is what is being presented from the exterior that doesn't always mean that the interior matches and then i instantly correlated that with you know when we be like okay mm, she ain't genuine or maybe sometimes we're a little bit more gutter gutter with him like oh okay fake ass bitch or she's phony or whatever but um i think you're you're absolutely right there are people who try to use that approach like i think kind of this would have been like a great way for me to word it, I think, when we talked about the misconceptions mm -hmm. and how I was saying, like, I'm just not going to be that girl that feels like I have to come into a room, you know, smiling. And that's why people think I'm mean because I don't smile a lot or I'm not going to be, oh, good morning, everybody or whatever. And I have rules. It's too much talking before 10 o'clock unless I hold you dear to my heart. Then I will talk to you early in the morning. Anybody outside of that? No, you need to reserve an appointment to start talking. <laughs> but yeah, but I was thinking, I was like, yeah, like I don't. Some people try to make me feel guilty for not being that person. And then I would get perceived as the one that, oh, she's being negative or she never smiles. But it's like, yeah, the person that's got the smile on their face and wants to be happy-go-lucky all the time, sometimes that shit is not even organic. Not like, at all. at all. Not at all. So what, what would you have to, like, add to that? I mean, I would honestly say that people who have yet to discover who they are... Mm. They want to build a, a wall. They want to put on a facade for others. But when you actually know who you are, you are not afraid to stand alone. You are not afraid to be disliked. Mm -hmm. And I would honestly say, take the time to learn who you are. Do not mask who you are. Those who care for you, those who love you, those who understand you, those who are meant to be in your life and in your circle and in your tribe would understand every aspect of you, not just, you know, your exterior. They will understand your interior. And those who truly care about you would see, hey, your exterior is not matching your interior. So let me talk to you for a second. <laughs> so, you know, so right. let's not do this because I know you. <laughs> all right. So let's bring it back. All right. Because right. you and I both know. 
Because, you know, my favorite thing now is I know you fucking lying. Right, exactly. <laughs> Hello, like. You know, so it's, I think a lot of people are afraid. They're afraid. Yeah. And I think, you know, people, honest, honestly saying, honestly speaking, people's biggest misconception of me at times is that they think I give a fuck. <laughs> oh. And, and honestly, I, I don't. Half right. the time, I really don't. Because it's like, whatever it is that you're going through, you either put yourself in that position or you have not done the work to remove yourself from that position. Ooh, I like that. So I can't feel sorry for you if you're going to always play the victim. So rise yeah, above I'm your not, circumstances. Yeah, I'm not really big on the whole no. victimization no. piece. Mm -mm. No. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. I'm big on always saying that, you know, that I don't want to be a warrior. Mm -hmm. I want to be a warrior. Yes. Like, all the time. Yes. yes. I like saying that. And I'm trying to think, what's my other one that I say all the time, like, yeah, like, I don't want to be, yeah, like, anybody's, like, a, um, like, I don't, I don't care, like, about the test. Like, let's talk about the testimony, yes. what I yes. can testify today, yes. what's real, and, like, what's, what's yes. raw. Yes. Yeah. I know. I, I wholeheartedly agree. Hello. Yeah. But it, listen, if you aren't willing to put it out there, don't. Yeah, that's true. You know, so it's like, don't give bits and pieces, because you are going to find somebody that's going to ask you. It's going to confront you. Mm -hmm. And if you aren't ready to be truthful with yourself, right? don't bother. I know, because, you know, I can't stand a backtracking person. They be saying the stuff and making it sound good. And then you be like, um, rewind? Okay, all right, all right, all right. Let's, let's get this right. Is that what you, that what you really said? Yeah, like, you sure about that? All right. <laughs> but my favorite line is, I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. I, you know, I, I don't know what yeah, else to I say. Hear you. I like, hear oh, you. Like, oh, okay, okay. yeah. No, yeah. Yo, I think everybody, like, black, black woman, that's our, like, like our secret, like, oh, like, oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that also goes to preserving your energy. Yes. If you know that you're going to have a conversation with somebody, they're just going to lie through their teeth, and you're going to fake it till they make it, <laughs> you know, then it's like, why are you exhausting your energy? Right. Why, why? Why bother? And that is spiritual self-care as well. You're absolutely right. That's I think I talked about that too that time in the icebreaker. Why I said that sometimes I'm not the first to engage in conversations. Because usually sometimes it's not everybody that's the first to or the loudest in the room that wants to start the conversation be even talking about shit. Sometimes merely to me is like, mur, 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 mur. but then... You know, there could be just that one person that decides to say something to you. And then, you know, you're like, okay, me, you could vibe. But then yeah. there's people that are just always talking. And it's just like, no, I don't, mm -mm, yeah. just no. Let's it doesn't know. mean just because you always talking to me, you always saying something so, that matters. Exactly. Yeah, like nobody wants to hear it. Or just, and you may be the outgoing person in the room. You may be assertive in that moment. But it don't mean that I got to fuck with it. Not at yeah. all. So I'm gonna be quiet unless I unless something you say personally resonates with them. Me, I'm like, oh, okay, all right. But I doubt it because it's full of shit. So yeah, yeah, usually, yeah. The, the loudest in the room usually is full of shit. Yeah. Definitely, the one doing the most talking. Yes, usually is. Um, the next part of that post that I liked was about looking at yourself in the mirror and stripping down to your bare essentials and building yourself back up. So when we were off air, I talked about this a little bit, but that I didn't want to get too in depth. I was very honest with you, and I think I told you that um, sometimes I don't really like looking in the mirror, and that although like 
I know people, anybody who follows the podcast, I always make those little comments like, oh, yeah, you can call me fat, but I'm not ugly. And I really do believe that I'm not an ugly girl in a, phys- in a physical sense. However, I cannot sit here and say that when I look in the mirror that I see somebody beautiful and that I don't think it has anything to do with the physical. Sometimes it's just like maybe a burden that I'm carrying or something. And then it could just make me feel, yeah, I could feel ugly in, in, in that moment. Um, maybe I feel like lifeless, like, you know, I don't feel, yeah, my spirits could just be low. So I'm seeing like this, this dark version of me, like my personal light is, is being dimmed. Yeah, That's yes. what I see in the, in the reflection. And you were kind of helping me kind of like analyze that because I was telling you that in, in those moments when I noticed that. I'll verbalize it, but I'm not doing anything to process it. Like, okay, yeah, acknowledging it is the first part of the problem. But, like, I wonder why I'm afraid to, like, live in that in that moment. Like, I feel like it's always a save for later. Like, uh, mm-hmm. like you're typing a Word document and you stop midway and, like, okay, we're going to save this. And I'm going to open this document later on. And usually when I do open it, it's at, like, a random time that maybe a moment of vulnerability where someone makes me feel comfortable to talk about that ugly part of me or that dark part of me that I could be feeling or a burden yeah that I'm carrying or journaling really helps me um and I can honestly say what stinks is that you would think during the pandemic I would do I would be doing more journaling I've been doing less journaling I've made that observation like I was doing way more journaling pre-pandemic you know, so um, I don't think I'm the only one that doesn't deal with the the person in the mirror all the time. And I'm not going to sit here and act like, am I comfortable in my own skin and who I am and accept all of that? Yeah, but are there some days that I feel good about every piece of me? No, I can't say that. Mm-hmm. I'd be sitting here and lying, you know. Yeah, there are days. It's, I think we were talking about that. The self-doubt, the, the procrastination. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, or or negative self talk. Yeah, I don't I don't know where that where it comes from. It's weird. Yeah, I do think from time to time we tend to neglect ourselves because we have so much on our plates, whether it be work or whether it be kids, family, whatever it is, and it it's become so easy just to save it for later. Mm. But then when you decide to revisit it, it's not fun. No, it isn't. It's not fun. It's not fun at all because you've gotten so comfortable with who you are now, not realizing, hey, let's go back to who we we once were, you know, before all these burdens took over. Not saying that having family and kids and being moms and wives are not, you know, in, but in the same sense, we have to remember that before we were all of those things, we we were a woman. You're a, you are true. a woman first, mm-hmm. and you need to nurture that woman in order for it to blossom and grow, you know, to be that extra super mom, to be that super wife, you right. know, so you have to take care of self, and stripping yourself down in the mirror is part of spiritual self-care as, as well. Mm-hmm. You have to really analyze your habits, analyze why do these certain things keep happening to me? You know, why do I keep falling out with people? Or why do, you know, relationships don't work? Or why do I have people saying the same things to me about myself? Right. You know, so it's like those are the things that you really need to visit. And sometimes it requires having either that uncomfortable conversation with yourself or that uncomfortable conversation with other people in your life. But you know what? 
it is a conversation that needs to be had and you need to address it. So whenever you decide to address it, you will. Mm. But honestly, we all have to remember to take care of the women that we were before we became moms and take took care of everybody else. Who is going to take care of them? You. And who's going to take care of you? Nobody. So you have mm. to take care of yourself that first. That is true. That is kind of the, the cycle yeah. that you end up, yeah, end up falling in. It's funny because I do have an episode that was called um, Taking the S Off My Chest. And I think I was like that. I always just feel like I just have to be super mom and super wife. And that I was going through these phases where I would feel guilty if I didn't show, show up. up. Yes. If I wasn't present and yes. that I had to stop doing that. And that some days it's okay to be like, like my sister that's um your birthday twin like she says it all the time and it really is a joke but there's a little bit of he a truth behind that he her when she'd be like man fuck these kids you know what <laughs> Let me tell you something. My tribe. We, yes. Yeah. Our group chat is called FTK. Fuck these kids. Yes, yes. And FTJ. Fuck this job. Yeah. Period. And it is okay. It is right. okay. Because it's like sometimes you're like, you know what? I, I'm done. I'm going yeah, to take yeah, a little bit of time. This, right. All right. I'm yeah, going to go and care. eat that burger in the car by myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to bring nobody nothing inside. Okay, and I'm going to dispose of the evidence. And that is a form of self-care as well. You know what's so funny is that I I don't know what has happened to me. I would say within like the past two or three years of my life. But I used to be the one screaming to so many other people, you care too much. Like, sir, that was me. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> now, I'm not even about that life anymore. It's like I'm softening up. Like, I be caring. Oh, uh, getting anxiety. Whoa. If I go and do this and, and be like that, I don't want people to come looking for me like at work or someone's going to come look. I don't want anybody emailing me, so I'm just going to do this. Well, I don't want to deal with this. And then I'll kind of like be having a conversation with like you or like somebody like my mom. And then y'all really be about that life <laughs> about giving no fucks at all. And I don't know like why I'm so heavy on the caring when i need to like balance it and be like it's okay to not give a fuck yeah. like it's okay like it's you're you're human you could don't, yeah i don't know why i'd be feeling bad lately like oh well maybe i should have did this or i think i was telling you that earlier you're like oh was you working today i was like yeah i actually was working and i don't know why for that moment it made me feel like i was like a good person you know cool yeah like oh yeah i'm working and it's like really kenesha how effective was that like seriously like what did that really do for you yeah and then you're like what are you doing i'm like nothing just here yeah, but you know what ratchet. but you know but you know what i'm gonna be completely 100 and i'm gonna say that me being focused on my work today was really not about me being a good worker and a good employee that's all cap it was really because it was a distraction from something i did not want to deal with Okay. All right. Period. All I'm right. just I'm just gonna say that. I'm gonna put it out there. I'm always well, you know what? The, so the company got their money's worth out of you yes, today. They sure did. They're not gonna get it on Monday, but they yeah. sure as hell got it today. Girl. Girl, <laughs> girl. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. Um next I guess we can get into um energy. Like, oh my gosh. If twenty twenty wasn't the year about everything is energy oh energy or whatever but all i'm gonna say is that my guest here natasha is she is not here for you newbie energy folks not at she all. says she's been on the energy wave for years now we're all new here and she's been in town <laughs> so like yeah it's 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 true you you do find yourself kind of hopping on the on the on the trend 
on the trend wave and um i think i was honest with you when i told you that i didn't really pick up on energy vibes and intuition until probably like my mid-20s probably within the last 10 years i got into it but pre that mm -hmm. i i don't know how the fuck i was navigating through life not picking up for that now you shared that like you've been on that since day one so like what do you think like how did how did that happen like what type of environments were you in that made you feel like you you had to kind of be on on alert all the time to all of those things well, you know, I wouldn't say that I was like always on alert, but mm -hmm. I would say, I always say now, I don't ask questions. What's meant for me to know, the universe will present it to me. I do not go digging, but trust and believe mm -hmm. everything that I need to know comes to me. Hmm. You know, I See, I I'm a digger. <laughs> no. I'm obsessed it. with being in the know. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's, and and I and I I think it's one of my weaknesses. I feel like I even had like um, when I the first time I ever went to therapy, which was basically for like anger management, and um, my therapist would ask me, "Why do you need to know that? Why do you need to know that?" She kept asking me about things because I'll be like, "Yeah," because I don't even understand why people just don't want to keep it real. Like put this shit out there, and she used to be like, "Why do you need to know that?" And then I would never have the answer to the question, and it would aggravate me. Like, why the fuck you in here pulling my cards? Like, who the fuck is you? Like, I'm out here telling you that I need to be in these streets and in the know, and you telling me how, why do I feel like I need to benefit from being in the know? And you know what? Even after therapy, I still don't know why I want to be in the know. Maybe it's a, just a control thing. Or I, I, that's another person that I was, well, I'm not a person. I was reading up on it too, like on Pinterest, like what they said that was about and they were saying that sometimes it's like a traumatic response that um the fear of so much of the unknown mm -hmm. or the unexpected that you just feel like you have to be in the know i have to know it's factual and that this really happened and that sometimes you're really just not relaxing mm -hmm. and letting things let it come to you yeah see just listening to you. to you yeah because mm. trust and believe you're going to get much more information you were, than you were seeking. Because isn't it true that when you're that, you're the, and you know that, of course, you're into signs just like me, but you know that that's like the whole um, purpose of like Sagittarius. That's one of our biggest things is that we are seekers of truth. <laughs> we're always on the quest, like looking for something. And like, yeah, sometimes it's really a little bit over the top. And it's kind of like you're, you know that phrase, how you're getting in your own way. And I think that in this very moment, I'm realizing that by you just saying what you just said. <laughs> about letting things come oh, to you. Yeah, yeah, I don't understand why, like, okay, if they said that they're going to give a list of, of this secret G14 classified information, they're putting it on this paper, and they're going to have it in this certain spot, you know my ass is going to try to right run there. and right be the there. first one there, and you just going to be sitting back like, like, I'll find out later. Let me know how that yeah, goes. Yeah, like, let me know. <laughs> let me know how that goes. Let me know how that goes. That is too funny. No, I'm not doing the work. Yeah. I'm not exhausting my energy for these answers. What mm -hmm. is meant for me to know, I would definitely know. Hmm. I, you know, I always feel that everybody's experience with the same people is different. This is true. And I would always say, um, I don't like you, but <laughs> you're going to show me why I don't like you. Mm. Because it's like, I might not know why, but there's going to come a point in time that you're going to show your ass and then boom, it presented itself. Ooh, you, you just gave me, um, I'm going to have to piggyback off of you because it's so true that, um, 
I have this thing where I meet somebody and I instantly will say, I don't like him or her. I don't care. It could be literally, they could walk in the room and never open their mouth and I'll be like, I don't like him or her. And um, I've been told sometimes, like when I say that, they'll be like, the first thing somebody always want to say to you, how can you say you don't like somebody you don't know? And it's like, because it's something they were giving off, I'm telling you. See, and, you're reading energy. Yeah, I'm reading energy, yes. And then it's always true, like, I end up not liking the person. And then I get my confirmation, sure, like yes. what you said. Yes. Like, you're going to show me why I don't like you. And then I end up getting it, like, yeah, see, this is why... I never liked to, oh girl, I be getting like that with the TV shows too. I be like, see, this is why I knew I didn't fucking like this character. I already knew that they was going to be on some bullshit or whatever. Yeah, but I'm saying like that with people. Like, and they, oh, you don't even know me to not like me. I don't That's have fine. to know you and That's I don't fine. like you. That's it's fine. just, it's not working for me. Your spirit presented itself before you did. This is so true. This, this is so true. Yeah, but again, some of y'all, y'all don't even be knowing what you're talking about with the energy. You know, sometimes, you know what I'm going to say, too? Some of y'all be using it, and it don't even apply. It, it doesn't even apply. Like, I'm not going to lie. I'm tired of y'all using it in regards to relationships. It'll be a fucking man proposing in the middle of some beautiful green grass and a damn orchestra symphony in the background, and y'all be talking about energy. Nigga, what? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> at the same time and i just be like that is that's not fine. energy that that's is fine. just a, a proposal that was well thought out and planned that is not energy i'm 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 sorry what what do you mean energy i need this kind of energy no you're you're taking something and that does not apply that is not energy that is just a man with a plan that's asking somebody to spend the rest of his life that is not energy it is not energy. His his energy is who he's going to show up with every day in that relationship. That's his energy. energy. Yeah. yeah, like, what do y'all be talking about energy? Yeah, or when somebody buys somebody something, y'all be um, saying energy for materialistic stuff. Like, what are you talking about? Oh, I need this kind of energy. Like, that's not, not that's not it. it. Yeah. Energy has nothing to do with materialism. Matter of fact, energy isn't even planned. No. It's not. It really isn't. Like, I mean, but sometimes, okay, wait. I'm going to backtrack. I'm going to check myself on that one. I think that it's not planned, but energy can definitely be predicted. You know how you'll be like, all right, you know when such and such get here, she going to fuck up the energy. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, you can predict the end or the probability of energy, yes. But I don't think you can just plan it all out, yeah, because this is the type of energy or whatever. But, you know, it may be a goal that you want to to accomplish. But, yeah, it's, there's, it's, it's not... Somebody can always throw something in into the mix and, and basically change change the energy. Hey, you gotta get yeah, it can hashtag. shift. It it can definitely shift. Um I think also the next thing I think um when I was brainstorming was talking about how there's like like the the differences or maybe the similarities between like vibes and energy. And I think you pointed out a good thing that vibes lie, but energy will not. And I was like, wow, that is so true. Like, I'm not even going to say that that's an opinion. That is indeed a fact because I feel like there could be somebody that maybe I met them or spend, been in their company two or three times. And I was like, okay, I vibe with them. 
because of fucking the same. A, month, a month a month later I'll be like okay the vibe is fucking off and I'm not feeling you bitch you're gone <laughs> done finished like mm-mm. like I don't know yeah and I've had that happen to me um a few times and then I'd be annoyed because I'd be like I don't care. I'm blaming it on them. It's them. Their vibe is the one that just yeah. I'm, it's their. They're the one that's the vibe is just not that. There. Do you think sometimes that what makes the vibe be a lie is because the person's not being 100 or they're just not being genuine or like what you kind of stressed earlier about being in the room or in the mix with people that are not comfortable with who they are or matter of fact in the middle of an identity crisis and don't know. Who the hell they are. And I think that is definitely what probably kills the vibe. So let me give you a perfect example. For instance, you meet a guy in a club. Mm-hmm. The vibe is the nightlife. The vibe right. is the music. The vibe is mm-hmm. the drinks. Mm-hmm. Everybody's sting now. So I'm trying to catch a vibe. Right. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that means, but <laughs> yeah. okay, whatever. As I digress. You know, so it's like, okay. You're you're like you like this person because hey, we're having a good time together. So boom, the vibe has masked the person's energy. Ooh, so I like know, that. You're out. You're out. You're with other people. True. You're not picking up on their energy because you're picking up on the vibe that's in the moment. Mm. Right? So okay. therefore, the guy asks you out and you're like, okay, I'm going to go. Because you know what? You're so caught up in, oh, he no, bought you. The, you're caught up in the vibe. He got you drinks. You guys were vibing to the music. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Vibing, quotation marks, to the music. Okay? And like you're, he's feeling on you. You're feeling on him. Boom. But then you go on this first date and this man has an anger issue. Okay, this man isn't so forthcoming with information. His stories don't add up. Okay, and he's just an overall slouch. Hmm. But so you know what? Therefore, the vibe masks his energy. Hmm. Those are two separate entities. They really are. Hmm. Because your the vibe is created by so many other people, which causes a vibration. Right. So it's therefore it's everybody else's mood that's f- filling the room. So you're not really understanding who this person is. So therefore, you let the vibe master energy. So do you think sometimes like that happens like within like your friend selections? Like I've had somebody talk about this before and they was like, um, I can't really quote them verbatim, but they were just talking about like all of their friends. And then she was like, oh, yeah, that's my bitch. We vibe all the time when we go to the club or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then in the next part, she was like, oh, no, that's like her fucking energy. Nah, she's she ain't my bitch when I. Yeah, if I'm going to go do something like this, or maybe if I'm, like, planning my baby shower, oh, no, 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 no. My other friend, no, no, she got that kind of energy that I'm going to do that with. But, no, I I just vibe with that bitch, like, at the club or whatever. You know, we want to party. Okay, let's go out to eat. Let's go sit at the bar. But, like, yeah, I vibe with her. But the energy that I share and the connection is more so with this one. So you think that, like, that applies, like, with friendships? When that person said it, it sounded harsh to me, like, and I guess because sometimes I'm a little rigid in my thinking because I'm kind of a black and white person and I don't like to visit the the, the gray areas because I'm all about logic and this shit got to add up, the two plus two equal four or whatever. You know, getting mad if it's four and a half some days. You know, because it might be. You never it know. Might, it yeah, might. it might. Yeah, so when I was listening, I'm like, mm, I'm like, They're but right. why do you want to, why do you want to, like, so is it like, I don't know, but I guess it's just a personal preference because me, 
I don't want a chick that I I vibe with. Mm-hmm. I'd rather a chick that I can exchange energy, energy with, with because we can really feed off, off of each, each other, other and yes. it can create something something it can. great. It can. That's yeah. the way that I feel, but I feel like a vibing with somebody could be like a like a waste of time. Like I could create my own vibe. Yeah. Shit, hell, not to sound arrogant. Like I am and a fucking vibe, vibe sometimes. Exactly. Like you kidding me? Exactly. I could sit in my whole fucking house and have a whole fucking vibe by you myself. Okay. Like laughing, making jokes, reading something on social media, talking shit out loud or whatever. I could have a whole fucking vibe in the car, exactly. playing my music. music. Okay, but yeah. You know so what? I'm just like I would. I don't. Yeah, I don't need. A, another person, person to catch a vibe. No, I don't. I definitely catch a vibe by myself all mm-hmm. all the time. But you know, let yeah. me give you a perfect example. Mm-hmm. I would honestly say that in the past four or five years, my circle has completely revamped itself. Hmm. Okay, I noticed that I was hanging with people where we hung together because we shared the same trauma. So you're, oh, you're, you're bonded by trauma. trauma. Got you. Okay? So whether, I've heard somebody so, talk about that before, yeah, like yes. a th- like a therapist on TV. No. Yeah. And you don't want those type of relationships. They don't help you grow. Yeah, I heard they that they're toxic. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. You know, so I would hang with people. We're like, oh, we're, we're both single moms. And you know, the mm-hmm. my baby daddy ain't shit club. Or, you know... I'm unemployed club. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, I hate you for that. You know, I'm unemployed club. Yeah. You know, so you're bonding with these people often negative things. And I can honestly sit here and say that the circle that I have now, I couldn't be more happy with the group of friends that I have now. Everybody brings something to the table. Right. And, and, and it's like, if we take, we give back. You know, yeah, so you so don't feel like somebody's draining you as balance. Exactly. Oh, that is so important. Exactly. The older I'm getting, I'm realizing how balance is so important in all well, of our relationships. Yes. Whether it could be with your mama, with your nigga, with your with your bestie. Whoever. Like you need the you balance. Need, you need you the do. balance. You know, mm-hmm. I would honestly say that my friends I have not that is my sisterhood. That is my tribe. And That's I how it's supposed to and be. And you know what? I you know, I have a friend that, you know, Everybody's like everybody's everybody my my son's auntie. Everybody's my son's auntie. Like he has so many darn like aunties. Right. You know, like I have a friend that I can sit here and be like, "Oh, girl, did you do your full moon ritual?" And then you know, and then oh, she's like, like "Yes." Did you? She's like, "Have you tried this? <laughs> have you tried that?" I'm like, "You know, I'm gonna write that down." Or I think one time you told me you like. Yeah, I have a friend. She calls me at like, what was it, 9.30 or 10.30 every morning. And I was like, that's so cute. (laughs) I said it's like a scheduled like bonding time. I was like, that's kind of dope. I like that. Because it shows that it's a a commitment Mm -hmm. to each other in a a sense. And I was like, that is beautiful because there are so many you know relationships with women that don't that don't happen like that and i think that that's great there might be some people that be like okay i don't got time i'm not gonna be talking to you at 9 30 in the morning but you guys you don't know what you could be doing for each other during that time there is something that leads you and her to do that every exactly. morning that you can anticipate it or look forward to and to me that is so dope to have more moments like that at least you could say you can count on her for that i don't know how long you guys talk maybe that 15 or 20 minutes that you know like wow oh, i wish i got this short. yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah it'd be <laughs> mad long it'd be it'd be like two hours sometimes <laughs> <laughs> it'd be like two hours sometimes but you know what she understands that you know what I'm there for her. 
and I'm going to mm. hold her accountable. And she can come to me as a judgment-free zone, and I mm. can come to her. Those are you know? all important And things. she understands that, hey, if you don't hear from me when it's a full moon, it's a certain time, she knows I'm doing what I need I need to do. You know, then I have a friend that, you know what, we talk about cooking. You know, I can come to her about things in regards to health care, and she can come to me and for things about how to cleanse her energy or, you know, she's having trouble writing something. I'm going to give her right. the words to use it. So it's not just a take, take, take. Right. You know what I'm saying it's it's a it's a give and take. Correct. And there was something that I, I came up with recently and I said a lot of people know how to love with both hands, okay? Hmm. They know how to love with both hands, but they only give with one. Ooh. Okay. okay. You're gonna need to get you like some memes going, like a little <laughs> meme. Get you like an app made so that we mm-hmm. can all have like memes, like what quotes yeah, so, that I apply. You know, they take with both hands, but they give with one. Okay. So it's like you're you're draining this person, you're draining the relationship and you're taking, you're taking. But when it's your turn to contribute, you don't give the same. Hmm. You don't give the same. Mm. Girl, talk about it. You know, so it's like you really have to pick and choose your circle. You know, you are the company you keep. And it's like I I don't see anybody as any form of competition or anything like that. Like we are all in this together to grow in any way, shape or form possible. Right. You know, and be the better versions of ourselves. Right. And, you know, sadly, we live in a world where it's like as black women, we can't count on many people, but we can count on each other. Yes, we can. We just have to be willing, I think, to like bridge bridge the gap, which is, I think, why I told you that I felt, you know, inspired to work on my special project that will be taking place in November is because I do want to try to be a part of the part of doing the work, work. as you said, to change that narrative that yes. we all can come together and be in the same room and find ways to connect and relate with one with one another. Of course, not being bonded by any type of trauma or anything, but just knowing that we all are equal in some way. We all relate. Like yes. you can relate to somebody in like every room in one way or another. Yes. Believe it or not. Even some people that you dislike, you probably can like relate to them in a way like I think like the person that you know just really pisses me off yeah or whatever at work like sometimes I even feel like I can relate to him because he's so fucking petty and I know that I I know that I have moments like that as well so I just be like you know what I ain't even gonna get mad at him because I'm petty as well yeah that too I probably would do something like that too yeah just be you know an asshole whatever but yes um Next is um I think I think did you ask me that no 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 I asked you a question and then you asked me one and then we said we were gonna save the responses yeah while we were talking about vibes what is like one of your ultimate vibe killers like what kills the fucking vibe oh jeez <laughs> what don't <Yeah. laughs> so like everything kills the vibe you know what I would say in every aspect any vibe in- inconsistency <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's true. Inconsistency kills the vibe. And people who do not have consideration for others. Mm. Yeah, I could see. Yeah, yeah, that definitely does kill a vibe. You know, and it's just, because it's like, you're, it's like you're on the outside looking in, and you're just, you're just foreseeing all the bullshit. Because, you know what, they aren't consistent, okay, and they don't give a fuck about anybody but themselves. 
yeah, I'm going to have to definitely co-sign to that. Um, Self-absorbed people um, definitely kill a vibe. I think um, the best example I could give is that um, having a conversation with, like, let's just say a friend, and you feel like you're often asking them about them, their life, or their family, but you find that they rarely ever ask you about yours. Or they get on the phone and they instantly just want to talk about themselves, but don't ask. Yeah, that kills my vibe. Like I have me too person. Like everything that you say relates back to them in some shape or form. Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, like I have like a uh, yeah. I think my mom was asking me like, oh, you haven't spoke to such and such, and I was like, you know something, um, this said individual, I'm taking a break for them for yes. this week. I'm not communicating with them this week because, mm-hmm. um, they've killed the vibe yeah. one too many times, and so you're gonna have to go sit in the corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a, it's a mental thing for me. I put you in, in a corner. corner. You don't know that you there because you're so self-absorbed. You don't even be noticed, motherfucker. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. mental timeout. Right. Everybody goes on yeah, timeout. You know what? Wait, 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 wait. That is another thing that's giving, bringing me to another point. I hate that fucking stupid meme. Yeah, imagine you cutting me off and I didn't even notice. When I be seeing that, I be like, shut up. That sound like people that's like, hurt. Y'all probably used to getting cut off. Because you probably motherfucking problem. Exactly. Like, hello? Now, now me, if I had to make a meme, it wouldn't be like, oh, yeah. Like, oh, picture you cutting me off and I didn't notice. Mine's would be like, you would not cut me off because I'm just so cool. Like, how are you, how you cutting me off? Like, I don't, I don't get cut off. Like, yeah, like, no, not happen. Well, you asked me, um, I guess, what drains me. And I think I told you that it would probably be having too much on my plate or too many tabs open in my brain. Oh, it, it will deplete me. Like, it'll deplete me like so fast like a fucking tesla that ain't been charged yeah okay like going nowhere you'll be pressing on that gas and and you ain't go, trying to accelerate and you'll be going nowhere it'll just be like or like the person on the side of the road that ran out of gas and they in denial they got the little gas can like hey can somebody take me down the street <laughs> yeah that'll be me like okay like i got in this motherfucker Trying to take off, knowing that shit was like on E. Like, that's how I feel for mm-hmm. me. Like, metaphorically, that's what being drained be like for me. Like, oh, my God. Um, and then I told you other other people. And then I just, I'm more accountable to say that I can't put all of the blame on them. That sometimes it's me because... Um, I get irritated and annoyed very easily. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I'm still trying to. That's another thing I really need to look in the mirror and definitely have some self-talk about what is that about. And every time I read up on it, they always say it's stress. But I can even be stress-free and be irritated by something or someone. And I don't know why I'm affected or why I allow it to affect me. But I'll get irritated real quick. Like, okay. That's it. They're saying things and I don't like it. You know? Those people are those people or things are your <laughs> triggers. Yeah. They are your triggers. They're gonna trigger you. Yeah. Yeah, and then it's like so much sometimes I'd be feeling like, do you think triggers kinda equate to our level of sensitivity? I do. Yeah. I do. I don't, I don't yeah. want to be a sensitive person, but I don't know. I, I could be fucking up. But I, I remember, be, yeah. I did say that triggers are your bulletproof vest. Yes, you did say that. Triggers are your bulletproof vest, okay? Hmm. 
your trigger, mm-hmm. sometimes you don't even know why you're triggered. But you know right. what? Your trigger is mixed with your energy and your spirit. So it's protecting you in some way, shape, some way, shape, or form. Right. Okay. So for instance, um, I can be around a particular family member and I Lord knows that they're going to work my soul. Like they are a trigger. You know, and I'm just like, you know what? This is my trigger. It's time for me to go. It's my bulletproof vest. I'm going to go. I'm going to protect myself. Because right. you know what? I instantly know that the moment that I engage with this particular person is right. going to put me in a funky mood. It's going to make me upset. And, and, I, and I, it's going to make me upset for at least a good three days where it completely changes my energy, where I'm constantly sleeping. I'm irritated about slight things, even just a text message. And it's like, nobody did anything to me. And it's, <laughs> and it's not my norm. You know, so it's like, it's protecting me. And so it's right. like, because I know that these are my triggers, you know what? I'm protecting myself. I'm going to go ahead. Because you know what? At the end of the day, my spiritual self-care is much more important to me than anyone and anything else. Mm-hmm. And it's like, when you've reached a certain point, when you've done the work and you've reached a certain point, you do not want to go back to the person or the feelings that you were having before. You want to continue. <sighs> this is so true. I, I, It's like that with me, like pretty much like with, with my anger. And, and most of like my younger years, like anger for me would be like just the ultimate volcano eruption meaning the the eruption is basically the adrenaline within me and the only way to get that like it gets gets to the top and in order for it to peel over and me to release it full charges to be physical with people and of course that has gotten nowhere it just shows you're just out of control like you're just an animal like you cannot be putting your fucking hands on people or whatever so of course i've come so far from that but oh man do the thoughts do i still be having a thought sometimes hell yeah i do but i just be like you know what that is that's terrible you cannot be going around putting hands on people that's crazy but people i'm telling you they be trying it they, they be trying they it. Do. And I was just having a conversation, I think, with my mom. And she's like, oh, well, um, I noticed that you you don't really, like, talk about, like, this group of girls. Or you don't really mention, like, them, like, anymore. And I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, yeah. I thought in the beginning I connected with them. I said, but they triggered my anger. I was like, and it scared me. I said, because I was watching how they was playing with each other and the stuff that they were saying. I said, and it triggered me. I said, because where I came from and who I am, and I just, I can't forget it because it's a part of me. I said, is that if I have been on the receiving end of that, somebody would got punched in the head. Like, it just would have came full throttle. They wouldn't even know it was coming. I would have punched you in your head. I said, and I was like, mommy, that's not good for me. I can't be around people that have behaviors that make me think violence because then at at the same time, it's going to transform into not being about a trigger. It's going to be a loss of self-control. Yes. And I said, no. I yes. said, so I'm dissociating yes. myself from yes. that. Uh-uh. I said, them type of games that they playing. I was like, I don't know how they do that. Like, I'm not on that type of time. Not at all. Like, sometimes the amount of disrespect or the things that people say to each other, that, like, couldn't work for me. You know what else is a good example of that? I think I never really paid attention to girlfriends when it was coming on mm-hmm. back in the day. My mom would watch it, but 
I would just kind of watch it with her, but I wasn't processing it. Just watching something to be watching, but not having any takeaways and not retaining. That Tony and Joan relationship, bro. I was. I'm like the season one, episode five, and I was like, yes, he, bro, somebody would need sneeze to get fucked up. I'm like, how is this happening without somebody getting fucked up? And then I was like, you know, Kanisha, you need to stop. That's a trigger for you. But I'm still gonna continue to watch it because it's just a show. It's not like it's triggering. But I'm just like. Yo, who's on this type of time? And we would have had to fight, bro. Like, we would have had to get it cracking. Like, that would never... Yeah, that would never work. So, And that reverts back to building your circle. Building yep. your sisterhood. Building your tribe. And it is okay. Listen, I had a friend that we were friends from, like, 10th grade, 9th grade, high school... I think up until I got pregnant with my son. Mm -hmm. And it was such like a lopsided friendship where it was gotcha. like I was constantly giving. I was constantly being there for that person. And when it would come time for her to be there for me in some way, shape or form, she never showed up. She never showed up. Right. So I had to learn to just be like, I had to drop it. So I kid you not, I think maybe like four years pass. She sends me a message on Facebook and she's like, Hey, I just wanted you to know, you know, I don't know why we ever stopped talking, but you know, I miss you and you know, you were like my sister and X, Y, and Z. So I explained to her, I said, listen, the friendship was lopsided. Mm. I said, you, I said, it was rare that I asked you to be there for me, but the one times, you know, the few times that as my best friend, as the, you know, godmother of your daughter, as the person who's been there for you through everything, mm -hmm. the few times that I expected you to show up or I thought that you automatically would, you did not. Right. You know, and she was like, wow, you know, I truly apologize because, you know, I just never thought that I wouldn't have you since you were always there for me. You know, and then it's like, boom, I don't know what to tell you. We ain't going to be, ain't going to rebuild you this know, now. Those, those kind of people, sometimes I feel like they're really, those people that are like, um, habitual creatures, mm -hmm. they're very dangerous people. And the only reason why I say that danger is like, you got to be a different type of person when you wake up every single day every single day and you get up and you navigate through the world based on what you want to do what makes you feel good in a total disregard of anything and everyone around you that that is a some type of a, a power like how do you like of course i'm i'm heavy on that you know you got to choose you and boss up on people sometimes but those kind of people it's it's a different level of it oh, it's it like is. it is you got to be a different type of person that you wake up every day and you are just going to choose you every time and just never just want to just bring somebody else on in, in on it you're like no you're just grabbing up everything whatever the energy is if it's a whole bunch of positive energy over here you're gonna go snatch it all up and grab it and just take it and you're really not gonna even give just even an ounce mm. to anybody else like i'd be like them people them are some dangerous people like how do you like you you you're doing that you don't have a conscious like and do you really be sleeping fucking good at night like really having to look like drooling getting a heavy sleep like and you and you're okay with that because to me i know that if i feel that i wasn't it's like i can't even say that i'm not there for people maybe mm -hmm. i'm there for people mm -hmm. just a little bit too much but it's because 
I don't want them to feel what you just described. To know that I'm responsible for that type of feeling for people that I love or that I hold close close to my heart. I don't want to be that person. I don't know. That's just I, I don't know. I guess I just have a conscious. Some people and a are, lot of people don't. Some people are okay with it. They really they are. Really are okay they with are. It. And it's like, you know, that's what And it don't do, be anything personal. No. And that's the thing. The people like me and you, you know, the givers. Yeah. Yeah. We, we be getting taken it personal. But sometimes the takers, that's just their job. To yeah. go around and, and leeching and draining and getting what they're supposed to get out of, out of everybody else. And um, Because they're afraid to do the work. They're afraid to mm-hmm. do the work for themselves. Hmm. To, so they're, it all reverts back. So they're called energy vampires. In order Ooh, for them to continue okay. to feel, okay, they need to feed off of everybody else. That's so true. They need to feed off of everybody Mm-mm-mm. else. And it's just like, you know what? I'm t- And it reverts back to me saying, people take with two hands, but give with one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so, I mean, trust me, I've been there with, you know, energy vampires, and they just con- constantly yeah. take and take, and it's just like, wow. Oh, what, damn, am what do I got left? What am I like, left I'm with? depleted. Oh yeah, because I became Jeez. depleted for somebody, and I think it took me like three years to heal, to build myself back up, because all I did was That's continue true. to give, take give, take, give. Take, take. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I had nothing. At the end of the day, I had nothing. Hmm. I had nothing emotionally left to give. But what I did take away from it was a lot more. Okay. You know something that um. You bringing that point up, it makes me think about when you're saying like you went through a phase where you had nothing left to give. And you know what stinks is that like that stuff kind of transfers or rolls over into something else. And they'll, it'll be like no way that it could be avoided. Let's just say as if a new guy came into your life and you probably were emotionally unavailable to him. And it wasn't even that that was your intention, but what could you do? You didn't have anything. And you know what's so funny is that sometimes maybe we should have these conversations, how that's another big trend that you're always seeing on on, um, social media about how when people are struggling with dating, yeah, I'm just tired of all these people that's emotionally unavailable. Maybe you should kind of maybe explore that sometimes and find out what's that about. I don't think... That, that I think like to be emotionally unavailable, like you got a serious armor and, yes. and protect it. And, and there's a reason for that, that somebody is so guarded. If there's anything I've ever learned for therapy, there is nobody that that built, took time to build a wall up for no reason at all. Who would spend their life doing that? putting barriers up blocking people out of the way like it's it's a response to trauma it is and you know not everybody's going to be willing to visit but sometimes we probably you may have to be just a little bit patient of course there's a time you know time gonna be like okay yeah but yeah you just made me think about that like wow and that reverts back to stripping down and doing the work (laughs) hey we keep coming back to that it's like it keeps proving your point we have so many supporting arguments you know okay if we was in a courtroom it would be like a slam dunk okay um i think um the uh last piece we were going to talk about in regards to like energy and vibes or like the toxic people i guess which would be like what did you say like the energy vampires but me and natasha need to put a twist on the um the toxicity we understand that everybody's talking about how everybody's toxic and if you don't think 
you know, you're saying everybody else is toxic. You need to look in the mirror because you might be the toxic one. Bottom line is all of us can be a little toxic, toxic depending on what our environment is. I think for me, I think my toxic behavior is, is stirring the pot. And um, and when I say stir the pot, I don't mean I'm stirring the pot in an instigative approach. I stir the pot because one thing I cannot stand, especially, it usually happens like in, in any type of group setting with a bunch of people. When there is a fucking elephant in the, the room, room and nobody wants to address it, I will stir the pot like a motherfucker and then everybody be mad at me. And it, I, I'm sorry, I have to. And I feel like it is, it's toxic because... I could just fuck it up real quick. I'll fuck some shit up no. and make it like and super. Leave. Yeah, and then yeah, leave. leave. Yeah. And leave and then everybody be bothered by it. Like, you know? So, um, <laughs> yeah, I would say that that's definitely my toxic behavior. But I feel like sometimes our shit is needed. Like, we need to fuck shit up. Like, make something uncomfortable for a motherfucker. You got to. Yeah, like, you're not going to sit over here and be in your comfort zone and play your little role all the time. I will come, and if you want to hide something underneath a rug, I will snatch that shit, shit right from under you, like, with no problem. Like, let's let's get down to the, the, the exterior. We're going to peel back all these layers. Okay, and I'll strip, I'll strip you bare, like what you yeah, were talking about. People, bare. they're right, exactly. Like, let's do this. So yeah, that's that's my toxic behavior, I would say. Oh, and also grudge holding. Whoo, child. I can't with you. It, it's it's not. I, and I'm and I and how I know that that's toxic too is because I'm not budging on that. I it, it does something for me to hold a grudge. Like I'm not fucking with you, and I mean it. Like I don't want to sway, and I think. To me, I put like a twist on it to make me feel better about my toxicity, which is that it's it's a way of me setting a boundary when I hold a grudge against <laughs> you. Like, I don't fuck with you. This is my square, and you will stay over there. You're not allowed over here. I may say hi to you, but no, don't come over here. Just don't. Please. I would, I would, say, I would, I would say that's mine as well. <laughs> I, I, I would say that's mine as well. And, and also, I have this out of sight, out of mind thing. Oh, oh, irrelevant. <laughs> Erica Dixon, yeah, irrelevant. <laughs> you know, where it's like, oh, okay. You know, I, but you know, I wouldn't call that toxic behavior <laughs> because it's like, you know what? You're, you're, you put him on your bulletproof vest because you already know the bullshit the person right. is going to bring. Right. So it's like, you know what? I don't care to engage with you in that way. But it's like, you know what? It gives me great satisfaction that it makes you fucking uncomfortable. Mm. You know? And I like being your karma. I like being your karma. Oh, you're heavy on that um, disregarding people. Y'all Virgos got that down to a pack. Y'all just straight act like it's not like somebody will be sitting in a whole corner like mad at y'all wanting to probably fight and drag y'all for filth. Y'all will just be the type of person that's really riding off in the sunset like it like it's just not happening. Like, oh, you are you mad? Like, oh, you big mad? Oh, okay. All right. Well, in the meantime, yeah, like or like y'all are really like. The whole um, emoji with the paint and the nails. Like, yeah. <laughs> seriously, yeah. That that's sounds a, like that's a personal a problem. problem. Yeah, right. That, that's my thing. And I'm just like, you know what? I, I, I would feel like I'm, I'm all of that. You know, I'm all right. of the, 
my my biggest thing, my biggest thing, I was having this conversation with a great, great friend of mine. Um, we actually met through Instagram and him, him and I, we key, key, key. And he's a, he's a Virgo as well. But he's like one of these evolved Virgos that I could fuck with because I don't really fuck with Virgo men like that. They get on my, they get on my yeah, I mean, I'm not going to slander they, them they, today. I'm you know, taking a break. Uh-uh. He, he's like, he's top notch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, he's, oh, he's top he's notch. Top notch Virgo man. Shout out. Woo. Shout out to Mr. Beckett. Okay. <laughs> top notch Virgo man. He is a top notch evolving healed Virgo man. And it's like he knows my shit before I know it. Oh, he knows my shit. I like before that. I, I like know that. It. I like that. And it's that. like you know what? We vibe off of that. We, you know, we vibe off of that, and we give great energy, and we can have these uncomfortable conversations. You know, and him and I were discussing that. You know what? I don't want to talk to you if you are not ready to have that uncomfortable conversation. conversation we're not, not going to have a conversation at all. Yeah. What I'm not going to do is sit here and be fake with you or tiptoe around it. I'm not going to tiptoe around right. it. So it's like once you are ready to have that uncomfortable conversation and you're ready to communicate, you know, and not just be yelling all over the place, then come and holler at me. You know what I can't stand? A motherfucker is gaslighting you. They're trying to pretend like when you ask them a question that they're getting so deep and they're about to, you know, tell you the story and build it up. And they got the little thrill music in the background, suspense. (laughs) And then they start getting to the death. Dumbing in a dizzy stage, yes. going around in fucking circles. Yeah. yeah, like you spent all that time to say that to say nothing essentially. Oh, okay. Yeah, but some people be falling for that shit. Like they just because the people's don't. like, oh, you know, they be telling the whole story. It be a finesse. But I notice that male counterparts tend to do that a yes. little bit more than uh than than the females. Yeah, and I don't have time for that either. You know, not but at I, all. I would wholeheartedly say that whoever you are, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever you are. Whoever you are. All right. You know what? Whoever's listening, whatever it is, don't be that person. Yes, please don't. don't. I can't don't, stand y'all. Don't be Take that it person. to me. I feel like to be clear, concise, and transparent, it should not have to take you like um, I mean, I think you should only have to go a couple of yards, maybe, you know, a foot. But when we start talking about a whole mile or whatever, I, I'm gonna have to look at you like no. nah, nah, yeah. bruh. We don't need to, we don't, we ain't, we ain't got to do all that. You know, mm-hmm. it, but also what makes us real as people and what makes us vulnerable is having toxic traits as well. I'm not, you know, yep. I'm, I'm all about doing the work, but you know what? I'm not going to lie. I have some toxic traits as well, but you know, I'm working on them and maybe the one that I'm working on, you know, with right. their heels and then boom, another different toxic trait. Right. We're, we're all not going to be squeaky clean. We all have toxic traits, but it's like, you know what? I'll be trying. Sometimes I can, I can, I can, um, appreciate that person that is just completely toxic because at least you always know where you stand with them. Period. A prime example, a prime example, and some people probably will be discussed and they probably going to cut the damn episode off at this point. Our president is the greatest example. Mm. Toxicity at its finest, but you know what you're getting. You know what you're getting. There, there was that is who he, he is, is, bro. They ain't and, and you know Maya Angelou's been saying it for years. Okay. Listen. They show you who they are. Believe them. Exactly. I don't know why some of y'all are in denial or they be so shocked and appalled. Like, he's ghetto. He's ratchet. 
He's evil. He's all of those things. He's never shown us differently. He's never. He's never he has. has. So I like, I don't have a reaction to his behavior. Listen, I give, like my mother always says, I give Jack his jacket. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that you know one. You what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, you know what? I don't care. I don't like you too tough, but you know what? I'm going to give you this award. Right. I'm going to give you. I'm right. Gonna... For being who you, you are. are. Wholeheartedly. Exactly. Yeah. Because when exactly. you're good, you're good, and when you're not, you're not. Yeah. And what I like is Zach, he doesn't, he doesn't wear a mask. Because there are so many people that do. Yeah. Yeah. And at least yeah. you gotta know you know what you're always getting with him. Hello. You know, I personally say I'm a person, there's no in between with me. Either I, I fuck say with you to, or I don't. That is like a quotable on this on the podcast so many times. I always say either A you fuck with me or B you don't. Like like there is it no, is what it is. No, is in no in between. No in between. No that in used to be like my um quote in my bio on Instagram for I was like, You either love me or hate me, there's no in between. But then I changed it, you know. <laughs> I changed it, yeah, to a Nipsey uh, hustle quote. Yeah. Listen, and, and it's always been that way. Uh-huh. I mean, you have some people that will sing praises of me, and you have some people that are like, uh-huh. you know what? I can't stand her. And it's like, I'm okay. Yeah. Because some days I can't stand me either. Yeah. You know, I'm, I know I ain't shit half the time. You know? <laughs> but I'm okay with that. Huh. I'm all right. See, see, that's like what it says in my bio, bio by Nipsey Hussle. Yes, ownership is everything. Own your mind, mind your own. Yeah. I just love that. It says so much in such a simple way. It is. And yes, I own. I own it all. I really do. Less is more. Less is more. But you know, I I truly hope that whoever listens that they take away something from this. Oh, this episode has countless gems. I can't nobody tell me different. Like, I don't be really, like, super, super arrogant, like, about, like, you know, my episodes or my content. But this right here, the reason why I like this is because I really, I love when I can have a guest that I can learn something from or that they educated me and that I know damn well they're going to educate the listeners. Absolutely. And anybody that's saying they couldn't relate to at least... Five things that were said on this episode is a whole motherfucking lie. Lies. Lies. I know you fucking lies. Lies on lies on lies. You know. Um, and I think um, we want in this episode basically quoting that post that you have, which is, take ownership of your shit so you can be the shit. And we out. And we're out.